This newsletter was published on the 7th of July. The prompt was read by me, Eilish Gilligan, and the reply is written and read by Zara MacDonald. Hi guys! I'm about to celebrate my 26th birthday, and it's bringing up lots of mixed emotions for me. I really, really love celebrating the birthdays of the people around me and making them feel special on their day. However, my 25th birthday left me feeling so lonely. For context, my best friend got the dates mixed up and thought my birthday was three days earlier than it was. Meanwhile, my work bestie forgot altogether. When I mentioned to my work bestie that my birthday had already passed, she apologized and said she had a card for me at home, but I never actually received one. I have a feeling people are forgetting because I deactivated Facebook 18 months ago. I think in the past they used that to remind them of when my birthday was. I feel like everyone else's birthdays are celebrated without question and mine seems optional. I am there for everyone's birthdays, engagement parties, weddings, children's birthdays and christenings and it's left me very bitter. In the last year, I have taken a step back from other people's birthdays and now don't give them cards or well wishes, but I feel like such a bad person. Also, I just love celebrating and I really miss that. I'm at the stage where I don't want to even celebrate my birthday anymore and just let it be a normal day. What should I do? Hey there, Anon. One of the most pertinent pieces of advice I've ever received came from one of my closest friends in primary school. Georgia Prosser, then about 10 years old, looked at me one day on the playground and with the no-nonsense surety of a kid who was not yet a teenager, told me that sometimes you need to include yourself. She probably doesn't remember telling me this and I certainly don't remember the context in which it was said. All I remember is she was one of the first people who encouraged me to advocate for myself. The absurdity of this whole thing, you know, that my life mantra was written on a concrete playground by a 10-year-old in navy culotte and black leather T-bars is not lost on me. But still, a pretty thoughtful thing to say, huh? I open with this anecdote because as I was reading your letter, I couldn't get it out of my head. Of course, it feels shitty to have friends who forget about your birthday or a job interview or the date you are really nervous to go on. You want the people who love you to be invested in the things you care about. Mostly, you just want to feel special. So I am sorry that your friends forgot your birthday last year and I am sorry it has impacted how you feel about your birthday this year. However, I believe wholeheartedly that to be loved in the way we need, we must give people a blueprint. So tell the people in your orbit that birthdays are your thing and celebrating them is a way you express and receive love. It'll sound a little corporate of me, but most of the time, if you want to get the best out of people, you need to give them the best possible chance of success. If you have no interest in reactivating Facebook so people have a physical reminder of your birthday every year, arm your friends with a basket full of information about what you value and what makes you feel loved. In your case, remind them that your birthday is coming up. It also might be salient to recognize that there is no single way to be a good friend. Your friends may not have remembered your birthday last year, but they also may be better at remembering other things in your life. Perhaps they're good at recalling the specifics of the holiday you're planning or how it's going with your new psychologist. With that in mind, I thought it might be helpful to do some introspection of my own. I decided to make two lists, ways I am a really good friend and ways I am not a very good friend, because at the end of the day, we're all a little flawed. Want to see them? The ways I am a really good friend. One, I will text you pretty frequently to check in. Two, I will remember the stuff going on in your life, how work is going, how your family is functioning and the kinds of things occupying your mind. Number three, I will initiate catching up with you often because I really want to see you. The ways I am not a very good friend. One, I will text you pretty frequently to check in, but I will sometimes forget to reply to your reply. 
Two, I will remember the stuff going on in your life, but I am unlikely to remember the date of your birthday from memory. Number three, I will initiate catching up with you often, but can be inflexible with how we see each other. I can be guilty of dictating where and when we see each other based on how my schedule is looking. It might be worth turning inward here. What are the ways you're a really good friend? What are the things you could improve on? Once you've done that, cast your mind to your best friend and your work bestie. Are they fabulous friends in other ways? Do they make you feel special at other points of the year? Of course, if the answer is no, then perhaps it's time for a bigger conversation with them. But friendship isn't a game and you can't ask anyone to ever read your mind. You can, however, be your own advocate. You can, as Georgia once said to me, find a way to include yourself. Hi guys, Shameless Media's video producer Charlotte here. I'm abruptly popping up at the end of this episode to tell you about a new series I've been working on called The Tastemakers. It lives on the Shameless Book Club feed and the series explores the inspiration and motivation of Australia's most trusted tastemakers. Hosted by the wonderful Gemma Diamond and spanning across six episodes, we'll hear about everything from beauty to lifestyle and food. One of my favourite episodes to film was with Maggie Zhao. She's such a bookworm and she offered up some really interesting in-depth insights that I really loved. It's so good to see Gemma and Maggie sit down and talk about books and they just had such a fantastic chemistry on the day that when we were shooting, I just knew that this was a good episode. Oh my God. So do you know how we talk about social media and it's like, yeah, like an overnight success, like this person, you know, overnight literally gained a million followers, right? So think of that and now think of the opposite (laughs) of that. (laughs) And that is me. Tastemakers is made for anybody who is looking for a slice of inspiration from influential women who are ready to offer up their expertise. Search for The Shameless Book Club in your favourite podcast app now, have a listen and make sure to click follow so you don't miss your next favourite episode.